We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Can you get this case? Probably later this afternoon, you'll be making one of the most consequential decisions that you will have ever made in your life. If there's any reasonable cause for you to hesitate to write guilty, then the law requires you to write not guilty. Yeah, closing arguments in the Murdoch case. And, um, you know, it became very clear when he took the stand. He came up with this story a week ago today, really confessed to a lot of his lies. So on that front, he did lie and he told you he lied. And he told you why he lied. He said he lied because, I mean, I, I tell you, he lied because that's what addicts do. Addicts lie. Well, I, I have gotten sucked into this case. They've been airing it a lot on Fox. Phil Holloway is with us, Fox News legal analyst. He's been all over this from the get-go. And now does the jury officially have this right now? Or are they um, deliberating or not, Phil? Yeah, good evening. Yes, they do. They do have the case. Uh, I think they they, they were going to work a little late tonight, and uh, they're not going to work all, all through the weekend, but the judge had offered them that as an option, but they opted against it. They do have the case, and, you know, I've been sucked into it, too. It is really fascinating once you once you get into it. This case is about the legal standard of reasonable doubt at this point, and, and has the prosecutor proven their case beyond that very high legal bar. You know, it's obvious that they have proven, I think, without any doubt, that the defendant was a horrible person. He's a prolific liar. He's a thief and, you know, a drug addict and all those things. Uh, The defense today did a a good job, in my view, uh, of separating those issues, though, from the issue of whether they have proved his guilt beyond a reasonable doubt on the murder charge. I think the facts of this case, the true facts of this case, what exactly happened may never be known. And I'm confident that the hypotheses and the theories put out by the the prosecutor, even through the closing arguments, uh, are not going to be 100 percent right. So we may we may never know. Uh, the jury, I think, may have to go through this and and decide if if they if they have a reasonable doubt. And quite frankly, there might be at least one juror who does have some doubt about this. By the way, speaking of one juror, one juror got kicked off the panel today. Isn't isn't that true? Yes, there was a juror that apparently was uh, violating the judge's instructions not to discuss the case, and we don't know a lot of the details. But it's important to to have jurors who can you know, obey the instructions of the judge. The judge is telling them what the law is. The the judge is instructing jurors that, look, you know, doesn't matter if you have a grave suspicion that somebody's probably guilty. Unless you find them guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, it is your duty. You must acquit. 
that those are instructions that are that are very important and they are fundamental to our system and if a juror cannot uh, obey the judge's instructions to to keep their mouth shut then they probably will not follow the law as charged by the judge. So, hmm. Phil, it's interesting. When we started talking about this case, and I remember having you on, and you you put out there right at the get-go that there might be reasonable doubt that could be introduced here, and the jury might go for it. And I thought at the time, I'd followed this case, I thought, really, this seems like such a cut-and-dry case. Now, I didn't know that he was going to testify, and I certainly wasn't on the jury hearing all of the testimony, but let's be honest, if you just watched some of his testimony, there's reasonable doubt. I still think he did it. Don't get me wrong. I think he's guilty, but that you know that's not the standard, right? Yeah, I think he's guilty too. But that's that's right. That's not the standard. You know, he lied, for example, about uh, not being at the scene of the crime within minutes of, of when they were likely shot. Yeah. So, I mean, that right there is enough to make you obviously very suspicious. Okay, but, but what was the, the what was the explanation on that? Because they they came up with the tape of the kennel, and you could hear his voice, and people said, "Yeah, yeah. that's him." So, what what was his story on that? Yeah. Well, listen, a lot of people, especially in the media, have missed this. I hear it misreported. The pro- the defense in their opening statements admitted that that was going to be his voice on there. Uh, and a mm. lot of people didn't really catch that at the time and because they didn't have access to the evidence, and it, it kind of went unnoticed. But when he, he took the stand and he testified, then, yeah, it made a big splash. But he never gave much of a good explanation other than that he was really uh, basically on drugs and – he didn't trust the South Carolina law enforcement, and he was paranoid and, and things of that nature. It's such a horrible crime, killing – well, he's accused of killing his own wife and, and, son. and, and son. And then the other son testifies. The way that the defense executed this is that – you look you, and I think you said this last week. They almost – they did. The prosecution probably made him more empathetic and sympathetic to the jury just in the way that they handled the cross, didn't they? Well, in my view, they they overplayed their hand with respect to the prior, the other crimes evidence, all these financial crimes that he's admitted to now under oath and for which he will spend the rest of his life in prison, by the way. Yeah, that's an important uh, point. They overplayed their hand on that, and I I think that they they claim that that somehow logically related to a motive. And I, in my opinion, they never linked that up. And the defense made a made a big deal out of that today in closing. They pointed out that. That that didn't make sense, that it was illogical, that there is no way that Alec Murdoch could have benefited uh, from killing his wife and, and, and son. And it, that right there, I think, is enough. I mean, that is a doubt for which a reason can be attached, that alone. And there are they listed a lot of different things. We don't have time to go through them all, of course. And quite frankly, some of them uh, I didn't buy, and I'm sure the jury didn't buy all of them. But if you can get the jurors to buy just one of them, and they don't all have to buy the same issue, right? It can be one thing for one person and one thing for another. And if they have just this little bit of a doubt that you can attach a reason to, that's all it takes, theoretically, and that's what the judge instructed them today. Hey, Phil, it's Sue, and I know there's no way to know this, but what is your feeling on how long this is going to take? Is the jury going to be out for days? Are we talking hours? I realize it's nearly impossible to know. Oh, yeah, it's like reading tea leaves, right? It's very <laughs> difficult to do. Uh, you know, I don't think it'll be tomorrow. I think it will be, and it's not going to be the weekend. They've already said they're going to take the weekend off, and that, to me, 
um, foreshadows that uh, that they they understand they're going to be there for a while. It might take them a, a day or half a day to pick a four person, but I, my best guess is uh, about a week. I think by, by this time next week, I suspect we'll have a. Uh, a verdict, if not uh, by maybe by Friday of next week. I want to circle back to something you said because I, I might have missed this even till today when I heard some of the discussions. No matter what happens in this case, if he's acquitted or found guilty, he still has what like ninety charges related to some of the financial crimes that he committed. So he is likely to spend the rest of his life in prison, no matter what happens in this case. Yeah, I think he's going to get about one hundred eighty-six thousand years by my math. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not just the financial crimes either. Remember, it's the drug charges you got, and you've got he—he uh, he, he hired somebody to try to to kill him. Basically, it was going to be a suicide that oh, he I wanted. I forgot about that. that. That's yeah. right. I, I forgot, forgot about that. Oh my. Well, well, I guess I mean that's financial in the sense that it might be insurance fraud because his stated reason was to uh, allow his 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 surviving son to get the life insurance policy on him. So you know, there's a lot. I mean, there's way more than I can remember, but it's a, a ton of stuff. I mean, the stuff that he testified to and admitted to under oath is is enough to just sink him. He's I think he's in his sixties, but um, and I don't know how long he's going to live, of course, but. But there's a lot of prison time in his future. He'll never breathe free air again. Yeah. That, now, have you? Have you? I haven't yet. But have you pressed go on the Netflix thing or not? I haven't. And I was going to think about doing that this weekend. I purposely have have hold off. I, I told myself I was going to wait until the trial was over. But I don't still think I can wait until the uh, deliberations are complete because we're going to have to go ahead and uh, I think you know yeah, I'm going to go ahead and watch this. It's going to take me four or five hours. Uh, no doubt, but after seeing the trial, I'm, I'm now more interested in it than I otherwise yeah. would have been. Me too. Yeah. Phil Holloway, Fox News legal analyst. Hey, before I let you go, um, I mentioned this earlier with Brian Kilmeade. I, I do think it's one of the more undercovered stories of the last couple of weeks, the uh, the testimony on all the COVID failures. And Dr. McCary has been making some great points this week. Phil, you've been all over this. I mean, the things that we now know that we did dumb things about from the vaccines to mask wearing and finally getting exposed. But again, I think a lot of the American public public still doesn't know the depths of this. They don't. And the, you know, the House of Representatives has the subcommittee that's holding some hearings on it. But, you know, with all the background noise and all the news that we're all involved in and the things that are going on in our personal lives, it's easy to not pay attention to what some House committee is doing. But there's been some very interesting testimony, uh, not only by Marty McCary, but uh, Jay Bhattacharya and Martin Kaldorf and others that, you know, have have basically set out that look the, what the government was doing is they were basically suppressing free speech suppressing all these other ideas to sell this make believe pretend idea that there was medical consensus that all of the things that that Fauci and company were espousing were uh, what we needed to be doing and that there was really no no way to 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 debate it. And we know now that that was an illusion. It was a lie. There's a lot of smart people, way smarter than I am, of course, that are, in fact, real scientists that that said, look, wait a minute. We we don't necessarily agree. We have a different point of view. And all you have to do is look at this Murdoch trial to see that you can have experts who are professionals in a field that can look at the same information and come to completely different conclusions. So the idea that people cannot voice dissent, especially in the United States of America, is one of the real tragedies, I think, of the uh, of the covid era, so to speak. Phil Holloway, enjoy the Netflix series. We'll see where the jury takes us. We'll have you back when we have a verdict. Always appreciate it. Have a great weekend.
You got it, buddy. All right, take Thank care. You. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.